0: It's the
1: Blackout.
0: What's up, everybody? On today's episode of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast, I asked Jay what is his most treasured thing he bought on Black Friday. Not this year, not just this year, but any year. What is his favorite Black Friday purchase ever? All that and a Balenciaga. What is All that and more on today's episode of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast What's up? Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back Episode 236 of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast I am Jared
2: Hey, what's up? I am Jared
0: and we are back, and that's it again, Jay, My cousin, how was your week? I don't know, I don't know what this accent is, it sounds like a very much
2: a, very much a Transylvania, mixed with a little Italian or Spanish from overseas, European. Maybe a little bit of Middle Eastern. I don't know why I'm talking like that. Anyway, it was, how was my week? My week was cool, man, It was good. <laughs> Not bad, it was Thanksgiving week. Mm-hmm. uh got off like one two three four days yeah so mm. i was off for four days the fourth day wasn't supposed to be off i was supposed to be in work but my boss like logged in i was like hey you on so yeah there's not much work go ahead log off you could you could be gone for the day i'm like oh okay <laughs> well uh thanks see you monday so yep. Yeah, that, that kind of like broke me because I could have been with my family in Louisiana uh, enjoying their company, you know, because I heard yeah. there was like 20-some-odd people over there.
0: Oh, man. Did you see the like pictures?
2: I did. I, I saw one picture. That was it. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see anything else. Uh, just the one big family picture, but, you know, yeah. it was cool, man. I I, I miss those gatherings from when we were little, you know.
1: So. yeah
0: same yeah yeah I definitely missed that definitely missed that as well uh, yeah man uh, my week uh, you know I thankfully um, you know didn't have to work the day after Thanksgiving and the the wild thing was on Wednesday day before Thanksgiving you know we have we have like team meetings or huddles whatever you want to call it like every morning mm. and that morning at like nine something my boss like came into the meeting was telling everybody hey it's the last day before Thanksgiving. Um y'all work as much as you really need to. But if you ain't got no meetings, y'all go enjoy the rest of your day. So I was like, "Phew." I had I had two more meetings after that that were that were fairly early after that. I was like, "I'm done." So, it was fine cuz it gave me time to prep, you know, sort of stuff for Thanksgiving. And uh and we were out of town, uh you know, during that time frame. So, it was just good to be out of town and enjoy just being gone for a couple of days and not being at the house, I guess. Um, and yeah, food went well, you know, uh, I tried to make my mom cornbread dressing, which did not turn out well. Oh um, man. Like it tasted, it tasted fine. Just the texture was not the texture that I remember. I think I've made it too moist. Um, mm. so, uh, was. you know, I'm going I'm a work on that for next time. Um, it, it was like too moist. And when I baked it, Either I didn't bake it long enough. I I think I put too much water in it or, you know, too much liquid in it um, Mm -hmm. before I baked it because it came out like flat. Like it wasn't, it didn't have the oomph that I've been, I I'd missed so much. But so that made me sad. I couldn't replicate that. But my daughter and I, for the first time, made a Sopapilla cheesecake. And let me tell you, that was absolutely delicious. That will definitely be on the rotation from now on.
2: So, as I asked last week, since you mm. were with family, lots of family, I'm assuming it was mm, pretty good. Yeah, day. I
0: mean, you know, it's just like it. It wasn't. It was like eight of us total. There's not a lot of family. Whose dish did you turn face down in the tray? <laughs> I, I could. As soon as you started saying that, I knew what was about to happen. Yes. I, I already knew. And
2: let's Whose assume dish? they do not listen to this podcast. They don't
0: um okay sadly my dish my cornbread dressing what? was I I only ate it out of out of uh what do you call it out of like obligation for <laughs> but because I'm the one who made it
2: mm-hmm.
0: but after I had a couple after like I, I like I you know I I, I don't know I ate some and then after I had a couple bites I was like this ain't it um but I'm just going to finish it in front of everybody. But then I got another scoop on my plate. The second time around, I just threw it away. It's like, nah. Nah, nah it, it wasn't it. Everything else was fine. Everything else was basic, you know? So, like, nothing else was nothing else was something that you, you know, would call, would, like, you know, definitely say, I'm never going to eat that again. Uh, we, they, they There was a pumpkin pie that was purchased, and it was never consumed. No one touched it. Um, Interesting. So, there's that. Uh, and oddly enough, I saw a sweet potato pie. This is in Southern Utah. I saw a sweet potato mm-hmm. pie, which is one of the things I, I miss. Um, which is was a question I'm asking in a second. But we did not buy it. I, I didn't buy it because I was I was going for something else. I saw it. It was like a store a store made sweet potato pie. It's the so Patty
2: Label like, version.
0: It was not Patty. Le- it was was the Patty Label version bad. No, the Patty
2: Label versions is pretty. It's pretty good. I mean, no, it's this sweet. Was, Super sweet, this was
0: this good. was this was just sort of like the Albertsons version, um, gotcha. So I was not I we, nobody bought that. I saw it at the store and I, I didn't buy it because hmm. I was going for something else. But I probably should have bought it. But um, no nah, man, that's it, it was fine. But th- this leads me to a question that I have um, that I've I've wondered, you know, that I wonder sometimes and you know definitely about. You know, you and I, since we don't live near our childhood homes, um, mm-hmm. you know, or don't live near enough to family that we get to go to all these big fun events with the families uh, uh, and holidays. So what, um, what food or treat do you miss the most from back home and childhood? This could be for holidays. This could be just regular stuff that, you know, that you would have, you know, just gone to the corner store or oh, the grocery yeah. store to get Easy. anytime something like that.
2: Easy peasy uh mm. Louisiana rice dressing. Or mm. dirty rice, whatever anybody outside of you know, Central. That's the one thing that I have tried to replicate and I'm close but I'm not there yeah. yet. I'm close but not there yet. You
0: know. Yeah, that is that that's is it. um That's a good one, man. That that's a good one. That's that's always that's always on the docket. Yeah. Um, and the crazy thing is they
2: sold it, you know, you go to I don't know, mm-hmm. little there's this place called Mama's Fried Chicken back home. There's two mm-hmm. locations. Just two locations. Just a local local place
1: mm-hmm.
2: and they sell it there and it's so freaking good, man. So freaking yeah. good. You go to a little burger stand, they ask for rice dress and they got it over at a burger stand. So Dang, you know, it's see. like a staple it's a staple of like Southern uh, Louisiana, um, I guess the Acadiana region of Louisiana. So mm-hmm. that's what I miss the most. Yeah, so,
0: yeah, I can I can get that. I can understand that. Um, yeah, rice dressing gumbo, boudin. I mean, you name the Louisiana cuisine, you know, delicacy, and I I definitely feel you on that one. Um, so mine. While there's a lot I could choose from a whole lot but one of the main ones is bluebell ice cream ah, blue that's right. bell ice cream and let me tell you something so I'm down we're down at you know having a Thanksgiving away from home in St George Utah St George Utah is the bottom uh the the southwest corner the southern the, the southern westmost corner of Utah literally that corner down at the bottom when you look at the map and it is fairly close to Arizona and Nevada's border. Uh, you know, once you get out of St. George, uh, maybe like five, six, five miles, not even five miles. I think you cross over into Arizona for a hot minute. Um, and then after being in Arizona, maybe for like 20 minutes, something like that, then you go into Nevada. So... All this being said, so I'm in St. George visiting some people at a store um, that carries hook shrubs and spices and the owner of the store is like, hey, uh, I have something here that, you know, I have some here that I think you'll, you'll appreciate, you know, a lot more than the, the guys who work here. I was like, what is that? He's like, you remember Bluebell Ice Cream? I was like, what? Like that's probably like one of the last things that I expected him to say, you know. I, I wouldn't even expected it because you never see that outside of Texas at all. Um And so he was like, "Yeah, I got some." It was like it was like him having like some crack, you know. what I'm trying to say he's like some crack. Scooby Doo. And I was like, "Yeah, huh? <laughs> exactly. Pretty much. Pretty much." So I was like, um, "Okay, what, how?" <laughs> he he's, he's like, "What's your favorite flavor?" I was like, "Oh, I bet." Why you you asked me such a hard question? (laughs) I was like, cookies and cream, but I'll take what you got. I'll take what, you know, what what is available. And he's like, he's like, hold on a second. So he comes back and he brings out this blue, uh, uh, this blue, um, uh, you know, carton, half gallon carton of cookie two-step. He's like, I didn't get any cookies and cream, but I got this cookie two-step. It's half cookies and cream. Half cooked, chocolate chip <laughs> cookie dough Mixed together And I was like Are you kidding me? Two of the best ever So So I was like "How?" You know And he's like Here let me get you a scoop So dude like pulls out a bowl Or he pulls out a plate Because that's all they had And he like puts a few scoops on there I Man I was in heaven He's like Let me get you a fork real quick Or a spoon real quick I was going let to just town. get a sample <laughs> And then Yeah I was, I was like <laughs> So So then I was like How did you get it? And he said that In Mesquite, which is in Nevada, which Uh is about, I I go there because there's a heavily discounted liquor store, um, you know, there. And it's only about 40 minutes, 45 minutes, you know, depending on how fast you drive uh, away from St. George. So whenever we go down there every now and then I'll, I'll go there just to pick up some stuff if we're if we're low because it's crazy expensive in Utah and there's stuff right. that you can get there that you can't get in Utah anyway he's like yeah there's a store there that sells it he's like yeah I, I, I'd seen an ad here locally that was a, it was in one of the stores and I was like no way so I called the store and the lady you know he, he, uh, he checked with the lady and said we don't have it here but our next nearest store has one so he's like bet I'm gonna go down there so yeah he drove down and got it brought some back for thanksgiving for his family so i was like i'm going there before we leave so i went down there jay and let me tell you something i like i almost just wanted to stay inside their their ice cream cabinet at that grocery store i was i was i was in heaven i like my eyes like popped out as soon as i saw i was like this can't be real i think i sent you a polo um about it and um And yeah, man, they had all these flavors of, of half gallon bluebell and tons of flavors of the of the pints. So I brought back like four different flavors. And I, I the sad part is I only had a I, I had a small cooler. If I had brought a big cooler with me, uh, then man, I would have brought so much more home. But um, yeah, it was it was greatness. So I got the only thing left though after Thanksgiving, only thing left is a half gallon of of, uh, of cookies and cream. And it was a it was a pint of chocolate chip cookie dough, but my daughter already polished that off. So um, That's funny. yeah, man, man, I was so excited to see that. I was so excited. I, I couldn't believe it, it. You know, you telling
2: me that story, it just it just felt like the the greatest skit that could po- probably be produced. <laughs> Them like like trafficking bluebell ice cream across the border to Utah. <laughs> and it's like Tell a drug. People are like fiending for it and. <laughs> Got you turning in the Tyrone
0: Bigums out there. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. It that's that's the way it is. Uh, that's the way it would be. That's the way it would be out here. Cause there's the, the crazy thing is there's so many Texas transplants that live here, um, yeah. and you know just because. And there's also a ton of people who were born in Utah or whatever, and they did a Mormon mission in Texas. You always know somebody did like a Mormon mission somewhere if they if you know. You know, they say, oh, I I lived there for a couple of years. No. And then and then they also follow that up with, oh, I worked for a company installing security systems or solar systems or something like that. Like, those are the companies that, like, you know, employ some of those people as well for a couple of years. But anyway, yeah, there's a ton of te- Texas transplants who live here or people who have lived in Texas before. And a lot of them, you know lament that there's no Bluebell ice cream here which I do too I mean there's some good ice cream but ain't nothing like that so that is a childhood treat that I definitely miss and oh my goodness I was so happy to find it and honestly I mean that's that's about five and a half hour or no wait that's about almost five hour drive away about four hours and 45 minutes away from where I live Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and man you know even though I was staying down there like close by so it wasn't that bad, but that's definitely something worth driving for. Even if to, like, get some or get go down, stay the night, then pick some up and come back. It's worth it. It was worth, worth it. It, <laughs> it was <laughs> worth it. That's but funny. the good thing is also that it's that far away and I can't just go across town to pick it up. So, <laughs> hey, man. that's that's the good maybe thing. Maybe
2: Santa will bring you some for Christmas.
0: Maybe so. Santa Santa be shipping Bluebell for way too expensive, though. That's funny. Um, So anyway, yeah, uh, that was that was a question of the week. And yeah, we just want to know what you people out there in the world, uh, you know, miss from your childhood, Uh, you know, what food, what drink, what treat do you miss the most? We'd love to hear it. Uh, Jay, tell the people how they could let us know what they miss. All right, people, let us know
2: what you miss from your childhood by calling us. 3853 BLAKPC or 3853 mm-hmm. 252572. Or if you don't like talking, you're a little bit gun shy, hit us up. Hashtag blackoutpod at gmail.com. We'll read your eloquent wording on the show <laughs> and uh, yes, we'll let indeed. the people know who it's from.
0: Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Cool, yeah, please do, please do, and speaking of email, uh, voicemail, sorry, uh, we got one voicemail this week, so let's go ahead and crank it up and listen to it, three, two, one. <laughs> hold on a second, hold on a second, that sound like, that sound like when they were saying, when that was that movie, like, Warriors come out to play. yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking about. Man, all right, so here goes Memphis Diva 99. Let's see, let's continue this. Wait, let's start it over again. Let's give her her full, her full uh, due on this. Hashtag Blackout Podcast. <laughs> Y'all. Oh, wait, this is
1: Memphis Diva, and I'm at home working today, the day before Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, you
0: guys. Yes,
1: happy hey. Thanksgiving. Well, no. Yeah, tomorrow is Thanksgiving. That's weird. Okay, Thanksgiving on Thursday. Okay, but anyway, we have our Thanksgiving Friday. But anyway, so what y'all been doing? Um. So, have y'all seen in different cities that people are getting together and they are breaking into stores and it's like twenty. Of them, There's always a bunch of them, and they just ransack and steal everything out at one time. So I, I truly believe that there it's got to be like a, a a group they're in on social media because they did it here in Memphis at 8.30 p.m. at a Walmart, and there were specific stuff they took. So to me, it's somebody that takes the joint or works there. Then they did it in another city. so they didn't get a chance to do it so i'm just curious to see how black friday will be um i don't like the word black friday so you know but anyways Mm -hmm. um i'm gonna call y'all back because i I got a good question for y'all but i gotta make sure i I, um get it my little question together because i was like i ain't gonna tell you yet okay so i'm gonna call you back and uh what else I got to tell y'all? That's the most stuff. I'm still, uh, I'm killing. Oh, I'm working, but I'm not working today. But anyway, we talk about that
0: later. Bye. Okay, that was the end of the message and she did not call back. So uh, that question will go, uh, you know, unanswered for now. Uh, but yeah, have you heard about that? People, people uh, ganging up that. or grouping up to go like sort of bum rush a, a store?
2: Uh, you know, I've seen video, but I, I didn't hear about, you know, uh, people getting together on maybe multiple o- occasions mm-hmm. doing it, but I did see video not too long of like a bunch of youngsters just jumping in and just going through the store and grabbing a bunch of stuff.
0: That's wild. Yeah, man, I, I've, I've seen the same thing. That's just wild, man. Like, come on. I, I don't. Some things that people do I, I truly don't understand actually a lot of things people do I truly don't understand, and that is one of them you know mm-hmm. um it just it just doesn't make any any sense that they would do that you know like I, I don't know whoever it is you know you need to suffer the consequences like don't do stupid stuff you know um but um yeah, so thank you for that, Kayla. Happy Thanksgiving, belated Thanksgiving to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, happy belated Thanksgiving to anybody else that's listening because this is obviously the episode a couple days after Thanksgiving. Um, and over the Thanksgiving holiday, um, mm-hmm. there was some... I, I just sent you this in, uh, in, uh, in the private chat, and I'm going right. to post it up on the stream yard here so we could actually watch it or look at it. But um, this is wild. Um, this is absolutely wild. So, you know, the clothing brand, um, uh, Balenciaga, right?
2: Yep. Same people that dropped Kanye. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So clothing brand Balenciaga has this loads. Um, yeah. they're under, they're under fire over creepy ads of kids with bondage outfits. And mm. I don't even know. I don't even know if I want to show it. But basically, basically here I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go to the the story. But basically, they had ads with you know these little little girls like like toddlers um, that were right. uh, you know dressed up. Uh, I guess the, the toddlers were dressed up in the Balenciaga clo- clothing, and they had these little uh, pet you know these little like stuffed animals which were Balenciaga toys. Uh, and they were dressed in what appears to be bondage gear um, you know in several advertisements and okay on top of that uh, on top of that uh, you know they had there was like another portion of the ad here we go another portion of the ad where you can't truly see it from here but there's more portions of the ad where um, you know where you actually see you uh, uh, court documents from a um, mm-hmm. what is it from a uh, uh, I guess ongoing legal case uh, you know where it talks Correct. about child sex trafficking and I think Balenciaga is the defendant or whatever like they're blaming them for part of this, something like that or maybe somebody who's associated with them I can't remember off top now because uh, I read it and I was like what so yeah, so you know, obviously, child sex trafficking, sex trafficking, tra- sex trafficking is awful uh, and horrible. Um, yes, and you know, and it's and it's it's just one of those things that you know is absolutely her- terrible. And you know, here Balenciaga, one of the you know most well-known names in the world when it comes to fashion and design, you know, has these kids posted up, you know, with their clothing with this, you know. BDSM bear or whatever the heck it is. Um, Yeah, man, it's it's absolutely crazy. Uh, So, yeah, so, you know, now they're getting a lot of backlash. Uh, You know, people are asking Kim Kardashian to, uh, you know, and and other quote-unquote fashion icons, you know what I'm trying to say, uh, uh, to denounce them. Uh, But a lot of them aren't saying anything. And then, of course, now I see a day ago that Balenciaga filed a 25 million dollar lawsuit against the producers of the teddy bear ad campaign. So this was what's crazy. So these ads actually came out like they were they were posted. You know, they came out and people saw them. They were they were published. And now they're mad at the at the advertising team team that actually created the ad even though they yeah. had to somebody at balenciaga had to approve it sign off yeah and approve so this it. is like that i'm gonna apologize yeah. after i got caught yeah yeah what do you think about that yeah
2: i don't know that's what i was just about to say i'm like doesn't this need to go through like a hierarchy of initials and signatures to get approved to to be put out so you know i i mm-hmm it's tough is i understand what they're doing like trying what they were trying to they were trying to be edgy and all this other stuff but they just didn't think it completely through mm-hmm. you know putting little kids in being associated with this yeah. type of yeah they did not thing. think it through you know I don't, it's just poor extremely poor taste uh on their part and they're just trying to clean up their tracks by saying they're upset and you say they yeah. wanted to sue the advertising department or something like that
0: yeah they, they said they're they're suing, they're suing whatever that advertising company is uh, that created or marketing company that created the ad oh yeah here we go and it included a very poorly hidden court document about virtual child porn which is the one that I'm talking about which they are actually wow. uh, involved in you know against them so yeah man this is the it's, thing it's, man it's, it's, it's wild because like As a, as a, as a, as a, as an advertiser and marketing person, you have to Mm -hmm. think about your brand, your brand image right now. And you have to think about so many things. There, there is more than one person at Balenciaga who has to approve this. This isn't just one guy saying, yeah, "Yeah, let's go. Like if it was me, my small business, I'm the one who's posting it. That's me. I'm just like, yeah, Mm -hmm. that's fine. But that's not me. That's, that's a team of people mm-hmm. who see this and they're like, yep, yeah, bondage bear, little kids, perfect. <laughs> what? It's, I mean, it's, come on, man. And then and then the audacity to put the court documents from a case that they're in? Like, what? Excerpt from a U.S. Supreme Court opinion on the United States versus Williams with upheld part of child pornography law, uh, which went against him. So I, I And apparently Balenciaga Left Twitter uh, You know just here recently so maybe this is a part Of it but for me I'm just saying man You, you have A you know billion dollar You know company whatever it is uh, How 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 does this fall through the cracks How does no one notice it and I mean, I mean This is the thing it, it, If you're not thinking about like if you're If you're a normal person like me I wouldn't I don't think I would notice it right off like the kid with the little bear with the yeah, stuff on the but then I'd be like that's a weird like why would they dress that bear like that that's what I would think right um, but then uh, you know seeing the court documents and stuff like that I'd be like okay why did they put that in there we, we're not gonna run this ad we, we, we're we gonna go and start from the beginning and y'all gonna give me all my money back uh, for everything I paid y'all um, I don't know man They're they're getting the backlash we'll see what happens Uh, over the course of time maybe they'll just you know maybe they'll be in trouble maybe they won't but here we go oh here we go sorry i got a got a comment from aggressively relaxing what a name uh what rich fashion people are creepy what no who would have thought um what no who would have thought yeah i'm sorry Hmm. i can't read today sorry but yeah man um Thanks for the comment. Yeah. And there's a lot of rich fashion people that are very creepy. Oh, wait. No, you know what? I misread that. What? Rich fashion people are creepy? What? No. Who would have thought? There we go. <laughs> That's the correct. So, sorry. Good when you read stuff online,
2: it's all right, though. You know, yeah. You sometimes,
0: it. sometimes I can't read. So, and sorry, this was one sorry. of those days. But, yeah, man. I, um, I don't know, man. It's just very, very ridiculous. Uh, You know, very ridiculous that they would even put that, post that up there and, uh, you know, put that out there for people to see uh, beyond, um, you know, beyond their first eyes. And whoever that company is, man, you'd really need to question any of the advertisements that they've done. But more will come out about that uh, over time. I don't know. Let's see here. So, what what did you say? No worries. Sarcasm doesn't travel well through text. Yeah, that's a hundred percent true. Hundred percent true. Thank you for, thank you for that grace. Uh, wow. So, um, over the last couple weeks, we have both, uh, seen a a movie that I guess the the sequel to a movie that became an international. Transcendent phenomenon, and especially transcended all culture, uh, you know. But but mainly, you know, what it did for African American community, finally seeing a hero like them on screen, that looks more like them, that comes from a place that maybe they can, they can uh, identify with a little bit more, uh, was was great. And so yeah, we saw this new movie that came out, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever uh this is a um, this is a mini review we won't go in depth but yeah i saw it a couple weeks ago jay just saw it over the over the holiday break um mm-hmm. and yeah jay you know wakanda forever uh what are your thoughts man what do you think i thought it was great i thought they
2: uh they started off super strong and they ended strong so mm-hmm. everybody knows who's no oops knows the about black panther the original one chadwick boseman was the star black panther and sadly he lost his life uh mm-hmm. you know through you know from cancer and mm-hmm. everybody the world was wondering how are they going to handle this are they going to get another black panther that was the talk yeah. of the town are we going to recast black panther are they going to do this they're going to do that no they didn't. Uh what the hell was going on up oh, my okay. Sorry about that people. Got a whole <laughs> bunch of people in the house that are like slamming doors and doing all kind of other silliness. But uh yeah. They handle that fine, they handle that perfect. Um in spoilers, we're gonna get a few spoilers in here. They handle that perfect. They went in, they started it off with the funeral with the I guess the death of T'Challa. Mm-hmm. in the aftermath following that the, the funeral, the how the family is handling it, how the town the, the or the city the country of Wakanda is handling it and I, I think they did a beautiful job of that it, it left no no questionable moments as to why they did that you know, mm-hmm. so and they, they did that throughout the whole movie, there was one little thing that I was kind of confused on, it didn't really bother me so to speak, but it was just like a little, eh. And it was with, uh, is it Everett Ross? Like,
0: yeah, the Ross, Ross,
2: Ross, Agent Ross, Ross and I forgot her name. God, it's always on the tip of my tongue. But whoever the woman is that, that he kept interacting with, I didn't Mm -hmm. see like a whole bunch of, uh, play, with that little side storyline even though I know Marvel always like interweaves little storylines that all come together in the final 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 mm-hmm. end of whatever phase they're going to be going to so I didn't really too much care for that part but for the film as a whole I loved it loved the way mm-hmm. they, they cast Namor. Uh loved his character it kind of left you looking the same way that you did at uh, Killmonger in the first one mm-hmm. and it's like hmm am I siding with this person or am I siding with that person mm-hmm. you know there were no good like bad anti-hero yeah. yeah so there were no bad guys so to Antivillan speak villain or whatever
0: yeah yeah you're right yeah it's it, it made it really hard and what's what's interesting I think it sort of plays along the lines of a lot of family drama uh, that's what Killmonger sort of did you know uh, it was just like you know Family drama. Whose side are you on? You know, and this time was almost like country drama. Whose side are you on? Because you could see, you could make a case for both sides. You know, like 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 you sort of said, like who do you want to root for, or who should you or should you not root for him? Uh, you know, feel for them, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And from the from the aspect, because I think they 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 mentioned this at one point in there from the aspect of. Mm-hmm being from a land of being colonized or whatever I'm trying to say, or having colonizers like come to your land, you know, you, you, uh, you have a certain, you have a certain, uh, uh I guess, thought and feeling against other, you know, nations that come and mm-hmm. colonize your land. So Wakanda knowing and thinking about the colonizers, you know, they don't want colonizers to come in to destroy Wakanda. But then also, you know, this under-the-water uh, world of Namor. Namor, uh, you know, they don't want people from the outside world taking over their under-the-sea world. Now, with that being said, it was so far under the sea that they would have, you know, we'd yeah. have to have, like, yeah. the craziest submarines and all that stuff to be able to do yeah. anything to it, but you know that could happen. But yeah, here we go, Aggressively Relaxing. I love the name. Uh, yes, incredible film, me. critiquing... critiquing nation superpowers using fictional nations is brilliant uh making problems people pretend is complicated uh, as simple as comic book is um as a comic book is uh what the medium is for yeah i, I believe that uh it's cool it's cool because yeah we could definitely get you know get you, you could definitely get all the thoughts and feelings off of your chest about any country Social situation You know Civil situation Family situation Whatever it is uh, You know All baked into one You could put it on a movie And And uh, You know People will understand it And some people You know Will understand that It is outside of the realm of Of you know What we're just seeing right there on screen So Yes Yeah so
2: And some people will take it personally. cool. hmm Mm-hmm. <laughs> some people will take yeah, those fictional fictional things personally and uh mm-hmm. you know try to bring it into their real life so yeah yeah, yeah that's true um so I, I did say spoilers what did you think about the whole uh bringing back killmonger you know when shuri was trying to go to the ancestral planes to I guess talk to her mother to see if her mother Mm -hmm. was there. She instead Mm
0: -hmm. encountered Killmonger. What did you you think about that? I was first of all, I only thought the Black Panthers would be in the end special (laughs) and ancestral (laughs) plane. Uh but I guess it is your ancestor, so it could have been anybody, right? Uh but yeah man, I thought it was interesting because they say, you know, when you go back there you know you you see i, I guess you choose who you want to see like subconsciously uh mm-hmm. and that person mm-hmm. you know or whoever uh um you know matches like your current being state of being thoughts and feelings and so yeah I mean excuse me going back to see killmonger that was wild uh, i knew they weren't going to bring back chad you know of course um Even though, even though I had a little, I had a little tiny bit of like, maybe they would if they did it. Like, you know, all those other Marvel movies where they did and they went back in the past and they did like a younger version of somebody that is older now and they brought them back with like a bunch of CGI and crap. I was like, maybe they do that. Maybe, but, but probably not. Uh, And then, yeah, I was looking to see Angela Bassett, you know, if nothing else. Uh, But no, bringing back Killmonger was interesting. And you could tell, you could tell that that's sort of where the movie turned because we all knew that mm-hmm. Shuri wanted to get back at, you know, Namor and whatnot for what happened to her country and obviously what happened to her mom. But I don't know. I didn't see the 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 ratcheting up of anger and uh, and what's the word? Uh, vengeance. I didn't see the ratcheting up of that. Until that moment When she was there Talking to him about it mm-hmm. And she was mad That she saw him You know Yeah <laughs> she didn't want To tell anybody she Yeah didn't of course not Of course not she Yeah yeah she, she was mad When she saw him Which was fine Because she wanted to see Like somebody She actually liked But you know He was like You know You're more like me Than you actually think And mm-hmm. uh, and yeah man and, and she went back To Rex's shop After that But yeah She was definitely Frustrated And mad And she was like It didn't work You know And of course We knew it worked um and I, I thought it was an interesting choice I thought it was an interesting choice but I think it also I think it also has an overarching um is a, is a overarching like comment about somebody's state of being you know like like you know you're 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 looking for revenge you know and that revenge even though you can go and try to find all the revenge you want that's never gonna make you happy in the end you know. It's always gonna come back um, at some point in time, if not immediately, eventually. So that's my take. What What do you think?
2: Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. I, I thought uh, I thought the same thing. Her her state of being, her emotional state of being, reflected mm-hmm. what uh, I guess Killmonger was was trying to do when mm-hmm. he was around. You know, he wanted to get back at the the world for for what they were doing and kind of not really the well. world. I feel like he was trying to sort of get back at Wakanda for not being there for him mm-hmm. whenever he was younger. Not taking him in. That's probably why he burnt down all the the uh sacred herb plants. You know, didn't leave yeah. any one of those there. And that was another major part in the movie them trying to recreate that heart shaper. herb. Mm-hmm. Um so mm-hmm. they did a synthetic one and eventually they were able to achieve it uh yeah but yeah yeah I, I totally agree with you uh you know so it was definitely surprising surprising to see killmonger just automatically pop up and i'm glad they didn't go to tyler perry route and, yeah. uh get him a bad wig bad uh hairdo so that was always that's a plus <laughs> he needs to take notes on that yeah, yeah. What did you funny. think about um, the whole the the Talu Talukan the the whole uh, underwater city? That was like beautiful, man. Oh my
0: gosh, that was yeah, that, that, was, was, so wonderful. that was that was absolutely idea. outstanding. It was absolutely outstanding yeah. to look down and see Talukan. Uh, it was it was interesting though the way that they got there because it reminded me of like the movie The Abyss. Uh, you know, it reminded me of like several different like movies. Where like you know, Namor is just sort of like swimming down there, right? And but uh, mm-hmm. Shuri is in this like big like, you know like underwater suit and getting pushed along. And so it reminded me of the abyss. It also reminded me of like Finding Nemo, you know when they when they went mm-hmm. on that uh when they went on that like that, whatever it is like the waterway where all the turtles would float on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and yeah. float around the world. Um, That's exactly what I thought. You know. It it was uh, (laughs) it was (laughs) it was interesting, but going to the city was pretty cool. Uh, It it was pretty cool. I couldn't tell in certain parts because in certain parts, it looked like the city was existing underwater with like open air oxygen because there was like those times where they were like in the in the uh, I guess like in the king's throne room or whatever and the oh, people are yelling, cave, you know, like underwater cave. Yeah, yeah. It seemed like that was like, you know. Oh, okay. It was just oxygen in there. I, I, but I couldn't tell. I may be wrong, but um, it was cool, man. It was, it was interesting. Uh, it was also interesting that all the people, you know, living underwater, they had to have, you know, those um, they had the to have the, the, the face face the face mask on. Yeah, yeah. Water mask. But yeah, let's see here. Aggressively, like said. I thought it made sense she would see him which is Killmonger the little genius who couldn't help calling a CIA agent colonizer mm. yeah there you go yeah. um yeah yeah there you go yeah i i don't know i, I thought talacom was cool i thought it was interesting it was very interesting looking at namor's story
1: mm-hmm.
0: and how he how he you know sort of came to his how he sort of came to his uh, his realization and thought process that you know what he was doing, you know, was right because he came back onto the land, saw his people, and you know, obviously saw you know his people in slavery, and it looked like his own people were enslaving his own people. You know what I'm trying to say? Um, wherever that was in in Mexico, uh, in the mm-hmm. Yucatan Peninsula, and uh, and then he. Burned that all down and decided to just go ahead and, and uh, you know create his little underwater kingdom or whatever his big underwater kingdom but i thought that was interesting and it also sort of i, I think it had some parallels to obviously you know sl- enslaving your own people uh mm-hmm. you know which has mm-hmm. been talked about um you know over history as well so yeah man that, Tolicon was cool um yeah i thought it was great i, I also know. thought the, it was a um, lot of cool stuff
2: the you know, I know a lot of people really don't talk about like the scores in film but like the music behind the you know the whole everything in Talukan, the uh the music when mm-hmm. when they were just walking through this or I ain't gonna say walking, swimming through the city, um mm-hmm. I thought that was, that was just so so lovely to hear. You yeah. know, and then of course when they decided to go to battle and Namur sits on his throne and then everything just starts Getting really tense, you know. The sound, the music, just starts. Uh, it
0: did, it did
2: pick up. Getting real dramatic, and, and you know, it it just lent to that feeling that uh, he's probably like the the true definition of you know, fuck around and find out. You know. I mean, <laughs> so, really, he was though. Yeah, he
0: really, really was. Um, it was it that was the whole like the whole thing of him bringing uh, Shuri down there. I almost called her Siri. But him bringing Shuri down there. Um, and uh, that whole thing, it almost felt like a courtship. Like he was trying to like... Yeah. You know, it it, it felt like like a lot of gentle moments. You know what I'm trying to say? Yes,
2: exactly. Yep.
0: And, and maybe that was him trying to be persuasive to get her on his side, which obviously it was. But it felt like a little bit of like romantic tension. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, going on for a bit. And for a while, I was like, wasn't Namor with that other girl named Namora? But I don't know. I never knew. I, I don't know yeah, that part, his, of his history. Yeah, I don't know his history in comics that well, so I didn't know. But I thought that was weird. But uh, And then, oh, we hadn't even talked about Riri Williams. I was just about to ask you about that. Yeah, which so I'm sorry. I, I, I think I accidentally mentioned her name to you before you saw it. Yeah, uh, I mean,
2: I, I, kinda, I figured <laughs> whenever I was, when the trailer first came out, and I saw somebody like uh, cutting a, a heart. And I was like, what is that? And I started, I asked, like, so I started talking about it on another uh, Facebook message, uh, Facebook group. And they said, oh, that's mm-hmm. probably Ironheart. That probably represented Ironheart. So I already knew Ironheart was Riri, Riri Williams. And then, of mm-hmm. course, the trailers, more trailers came out. So they did confirm it. Uh, yeah. I thought she did good. I thought it was great that they introduced her. Um, I was—I won't say I was—I was confused by her, but she played a good role. I'm curious to know. I think she's gonna have a Disney series, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, she's gonna have a Disney series coming out. So I'm wondering if this could—if her series could be like the aftermath of uh, this, what happened here in Wakanda, or if it's like a pre-pre origin, uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe like an origin story. I'm assuming hmm. it would probably be a mix of both. Um, yeah. But I, I thought it was cool that they they introduced her. And I was going to ask, do you think that Shuri, if it wasn't Riri Williams, if it was like some random company that, you know, started doing this technology, developed this technology to go way undercover and uh, mm-hmm. underwater and extract the uh, vibranium, Mm-hmm. Do you think Shuri would have joined more side to to uh I guess overtake whatever, you know?
0: Hmm. That's a good question. Did they I, I don't know, did they know did they get a picture of who she was before you know what I'm trying to say? I, or maybe not.
2: Did did uh um, I don't know,
0: like I'm trying to figure out like how how they I mean they knew so this is the thing, when Shuri and uh, Okoye went mm-hmm. to MIT and saw Riri Williams, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, "Oh, there's the scientist." Like, how did they know that was her? That's my thing.
2: Hey, man, Wakanda—they—they they got intel on
0: everybody. I guess they got intel on everybody, right? So like, mm-hmm. they knew what they knew it was a little black girl, pretty much, um, yeah. before they went in there. So maybe that did factor in, you know, if it had been a colonizer looking type of person, we'll say it like that, uh, that's, yeah, then say it like that. maybe they would have, maybe she would have uh, sided with Namor, uh, but it would have had to have been like her mom to, to side with Namor at that time, uh, because mm-hmm. her mom was the one sort of ruling everything. That's, uh, that's true. Oh. You know, so I, I, I'm i not sure. Um, I'm not 100% sure, man. Yeah. Uh,
2: what do you think about what do you feel about Angela Bassett's performance, man? I got kind of I think she did great. I got I think she yeah, I think she did wonderful. Like her entrance when she was before the whole panel of the I don't know what you want to call it, the United Nations or whatever it was. Um mm-hmm. I thought that was wonderful. But what really got me she went into mama mode when she started like fussing at Sh- Shuri uh when they were in Wakanda. I was like, damn. Yeah, she went full mama mode on her.
0: I started to
1: like yeah, get scared she, and tear up did. a
0: bit. So <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh I think Edge Bass did great, man. She she this was, you know, I, I think if they're gonna send her out on any performance, this was mm-hmm. the one that she had she had to represent and be the strongest. And, you know, I think the I think the overarching knowledge that you know uh, of the way that Chadwick Boseman's life you know has ended so like he is not ever going to come back i think she brought some of that into her a lot of that into her performance yeah. i mean obviously yeah. they had tons of references to him throughout the movie um, yeah. and and the wild thing was it was almost like i don't know my my wife said that she liked the first black panther better and and uh you know and I think I appreciated this one with a little different reverence than I did the first one, just because, you know, you have, you have Angela Bassett being like the mom and, and the matriarch and everything has just sort of come crashing down. Like, you know, like yeah. over the past several years, you know, like the King died, then T'Challa died, you know, uh, uh, in real life, but you know, in the movie, he also died, you know, mm. Uh, and yeah. then, like an unknown, an unknown out of nowhere cousin, you know, before that, you know, also made claims that he should have had the throne. So all that, and then Shuri is literally the only actual family member that you have left. And you then know, she goes um, missing.
2: And that's what that's what I meant to say. Uh, mm-hmm. Not not uh, Angela, uh, the queen fussing at Shuri, but the queen fussing at Okoye for losing Shuri. Oh, you know, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That that, yeah. I'm sorry, she no, was, I made a mistake. Yeah, she was fired up, man. And she made like such a great, a great speech about you know losing the king and then losing her son and then now possibly mm-hmm. losing her daughter. That, yeah. Sh- yeah, that was that was like that powerful. Was
0: I thought, I thought she was, I thought she was too rough on that, but I can understand why she was at the same time. Yeah, um, man, I'd be rough too. It's like my whole it was it was a, it like. was a complete. Yeah, it was a complete accident, but then again, Okoye was like, you know, put her, put put her in my trust. I'll take care of her. Uh yeah, man. So that was that was tough, but you know, um I don't know. And then and then wow, there, there's so much to unpack. And then uh going off and seeing what's the other girl's name? Um uh Black Panther's uh Wife girlfriend that moved off to <laughs> the
2: wife girlfriend uh, to Dominican Nikki, or Trinidad Nikki, and Tibet. I don't know where they no. actually moved yeah Hell, Nakia. Nakia
0: yeah Nak- that's Nakia. right yeah 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 and then to yeah, come to find was, out
2: uh, yeah come to find out they
0: had relations and created a kid spoiler yeah, alert and and he was that same age range. You know, that would have happened after the last Black Panther, man. That is wild. So, mm-hmm. you know, it is wild. Because, I mean, at that point, you know, Shuri is like, my whole family's gone. It's just me, you know. And it's the end of the movie. And then they bring the kid out. And she's like, oh. You know, it's like my nephew. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. It was wild. It, it was wild, and, man. Uh, it was wild. It was wild to see.
2: And that's, uh was that? That's Chadwick Boseman's, uh Said it. That's not his real son, is it? that's his real. I
0: don't. I don't know his, if that's his real son. I don't
2: know. That's. I don't know. For some reason I thought. I thought that was. But either. Either way it go. Either way it go. It was still like a surprising, kind of like touching moment to to see. Yeah. You know they had a. Uh, a kid. And and it's great because they. You know, she said they didn't raise him to have all the pressures of being a prince, you know, mm-hmm. so that's always a, a plus. But his real name, as he already knows, is T'Challa, Prince T'Challa. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's great. Let me see here. Um, no. no, it's not his real son, it's not his real son. Okay, no, yeah, I was gonna say, I don't know if he actually had kids or not. Um, Did he have but he no, no, I. I don't
2: know.
0: I don't know, but I I thought that that was wild that, because because when they when you know when Shuri's sitting there on the coast burning her garments, you know, um, then Nakia pops up is like, hey, uh, can we join you? And she's like, we we who, you know, Um, Mm. and this little little dude little dude shows up and and you could see all of the thoughts in Shuri's head. Saying, okay, who is this child? Why is this child with you? Specifically joining me in this moment. Yeah. And then as as he introduces himself as... And then she says, like, this is your nephew. She's like, hold on a second. Ho, 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 ho. How did not know about this? You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And it's like and, mama and, knew. Yeah, she's putting it all together... All in the yeah. moment. Like that was a that was a very powerful moment. Uh, I don't know what they're gonna do with that going forward. Um, you know, uh, I, I think
2: thought it was cool. It'd be interesting because you would think the next Black Panther movie would probably be another roughly six years from now. Let's mm-hmm. just say let's just say you know, judging by their timeline of things, he could be primed to be Somewhat like Prince, uh, Prince, you know, Prince T'Challa. He'll go back to, okay, he'll go back to, uh, thanks for clearing it up, uh, aggressively relaxing. Um, he'll go back to being, I guess, maybe 18, roughly. So it'll be that young age. Only if that's what Marvel decides they want to do. And if that yeah. kid decides he wants to keep acting, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I was, uh, yeah, I was, suppli- I was surprised they brought in the, Oh, shit, the new suits for some of the Dora Milaje, the Midnight. Uh, what was it called?
0: Uh, midnight. You know? uh, I don't hey. know. When I heard the name, I was like, that doesn't sound good. No, uh, because the uh, the
2: the little run that uh, Tanahasi Coates did a few years ago introduced those those characters midnight that Angels. suit midnight angels they introduced those those uh suits um which i thought was pretty cool because i i immediately recognized and i was like oh shit they brought that in here so i thought that was pretty cool they, they did that kind of tied those yeah. in
0: yeah uh i i thought i thought the suits were interesting um but um i thought the name was silly i thought the suits were sort of cool but i thought the name was silly i was like midnight like the way i think the way that she said it in the in the movie when she's like what is that called we call it the midnight angel and i was like the way she said it tripped me out i was like huh why but i knew that you know i knew that it it had ties to comics so that was already established you know in time um yeah, but I I don't know, man. I I thought that was cool. There was so much. The one thing that was wild to me though was this. So, yes, they went to and this is going back a bit. So, they went to attack, you know, Namor and his people out in the middle of nowhere in the ocean. In the ocean. Yeah. A bu- okay, so 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 in case y'all don't know out there, uh, black people and swimming is not always synonymous. <laughs> it's just not this is just the thing. I'm gonna put that out there because this is the truth. You know, you. Ha- I mean, a lot of black people know how to swim and love swimming. Like it is what it is. But like, black people and swimming in the water is not a thing that goes well together, especially given the history of people jumping overboard or being thrown overboard yeah. on the slave exactly, ships. Yeah. So many, you know, you know, years ago. So, uh, but but the fact that they go out on this boat. That I swear has to be about 10 to 20 stories tall. And it's like small. Like it's like... Yeah. It's it's a warship, but it's small. It's like... I don't know. It, it's just weird. So that like... You would think if they went out there... That they would have like this massive ship. You know what I'm trying to say? That looks like a warship. Uh, yeah. And, and I don't know if yeah. this was supposed to be like a floating... Because it looked like it would uh, easily uh, just tip over. <laughs> I know. I was like, I was like, man, the wind. If the wind turned wrong, <laughs> you know, if, if if a wave if a wave come up, that thing falling right over. So my my thing was like, why are they gonna send them out there on this thing? The only platform they have to battle on is the smallest part of the ship, at the top. Yeah. And yeah. and I mean it was cool because they they had like a plan and they were like knocking them off the side and they had like this music playing and stuff like that underwater that was messing up their hearing and stuff like that and they had one speaker doing it too like since when you ever seen a bunch of black people at a party with one speaker that don't happen too often <laughs> they got one they got one ten in the back of their car that's pretty much what it was that's funny that's funny they just had one so so, ten so one ten is a ten is a so I was like, what the heck is this? Like it's just not it, it didn't it didn't line up. But maybe that's because they're African black people and they're not American black people. I don't know. Yeah. But um but going up there to fight and then oh, we didn't even talk about we didn't even talk about Umbaku getting his shoulder I mean his chest plate shattered. Yeah, I thought he was dead. My wife was like Is he dead? I thought I thought I thought Nimor punched right through his body. I thought he did too. I thought he but, did But but you could you could see that he was he was sort of uh you can see that when they got to that battle again, or you know, you can see right after that he was like, "Dang, it ain't never happened to me before." Uh, but yeah, when they got to that battle in the middle of the ocean on that little tiny like floating whatever the heck it's called teardrop, I was like, "Man, come on, man, what is we doing?"
2: Yeah, man, I, I was I was laughing somewhat at them them explosive <laughs> water balloons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm
0: like, how you go, How you going to get beat actually, by a bunch of water bullets? Like,
2: it's like, would this be fun in the summertime or would this really hurt? You know? You know? In Texas
0: summer, it may feel good.
2: It may feel good in Texas summer, you know, getting but, hit with a water, water grenade. So Yeah. It was cool, I just, man. I, I loved it. I loved the movie.
0: It was a great movie. I just thought that was a bad choice for a vessel to go out and fight <laughs> a, a a nation of water dwellers. On like the smallest yeah. possible, you know, option that that was out there, um, you know, it, it, it was it was wild. But also that probably has ties back in the comics and the history of comics. So, you know, yeah. it, they, it was probably already established. I was just like, eh, not so much. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it was it, it was good. And and the fact that all they all that one girl had to do, Namora, all she had to do was go underwater with her with her spear. And and break the dang speaker, that's it. That's all she did. No more music. And then everybody was like, "Oh, we no more party. (laughs) We can fight now." I was like, "Man, come on, man!" And then and then then she packed a whole bunch of bunch of water balloons up in there. So (laughs) (laughs) that's funny. It was wild, man. But no, it it was a great. I I really thoroughly enjoyed the movie overall. Um, the the sad part is when we were getting to the theater uh we got there and sat down and you know my son and i went to get some snacks uh you know for all of us and um and you know i was like oh we got time we got like 10 minutes and then there's probably gonna be like 10 minutes of previews plus something like that uh -hmm. and you know we waited in line and then i looked at my watch i was like dang it starts right now you know we're just barely getting our order but i was like you know what you know there's previews we'll be fine we got back in there, uh, you know, a few minutes after it started, and they were, like, well deep into the, uh, you know, the funeral situation they had for oh, yeah. for Black Panther, so I, I missed that first part, the first few minutes, oh, uh, which yeah, I wish I had seen, because, yeah, by the time I saw it, it was, like, literally the end of the funeral uh, celebration, so... Yeah, so, I'll, so I'll, I'll watch it again whenever it comes on Disney soon. So. Yeah, I'm trying
2: right now to look for that. And I know I mentioned it to you right before we got on that there was a news anchor in Mexico talking about the casting of No More uh, mm-hmm. saying that there were, you know, there's a lot a lot of, uh, and then my, my words are probably going to get slightly skewed, a lot mo- more, there are more Actors in Mexico that aren't as dark or that should be cast should have been casted in these roles, and especially in this Marvel role, that are a lot brighter in skin tone. Um, so that sparked a, a conversation on colorism in in I guess films, especially amongst the hispan the Latino community. Um, mm-hmm. And I just wanted to get your, your take on that. Because we talked a little bit
0: about it. Yeah. Just a little bit. Let me see. I'm going to share. Uh, I'm trying to think. So This article. They had. Okay. Yeah. Find it. And I'll put it up there.
2: Yeah. Uh. So I guess some white Latinas are, are a little mad at the casting of Tenoch Huerta. Hopefully I didn't butcher that. But you know they have some words they they were they were saying and uh i think it it sparked a definitely sparked a big conversation online amongst uh the latin community do i have to say latinx Um, about latinx i think latinx i always hear latinx man don't 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 get us canceled i don't know
0: (laughs) We just out here trying to figure it out, bro. We just, yeah, we just. We don't we just know. Just we don't know what cuckoo con. We, we don't spoil. know. Yeah, we are cuckoo con.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, man, what do you think about colorism amongst uh, in this film? Um, or just in, I, in, in in general, man. Just in in films I, in general. In
0: general, in general, I think it's I think it's sort of wild. You know, I I don't I don't always understand it. You know, but then I do understand it because black, black people, speaking from our our perspective, dark black people, it's always like a dark black people, dark skin versus light skin. You know what I'm trying to say? Uh, I remember one time. Oh man, I remember one time. My dad was like, a, I swear he's like a couple shades darker than me overall. I remember one time saying something about that to him. I was like, Oh, you're a little bit, you're blacker than me, or you're shard, you're darker than me. And my dad got so mad. He offended. He was so pissed off at me. Who said that? I was like, "What did I say?" My dad. I said that to him. Oh, you said that to him. But I wouldn't think I was. I was making a. I was making a very. uh, What do you call it? A very. A very. What do you call it? Like uh, I wasn't being. I wasn't being like you know. What do you? Oh Oh, man, I sort of lost my words this morning. Um, Sorry. Sorry. What's the what's the word when you're not doing it to offend anybody? You're intentional. not doing it on purpose. Yeah, it wasn't intentional. No, but it was very innocent, very innocent comment. Um, oh, gotcha, to gotcha. him. You know, just just like saying something and he was like so mad at me. So and so there's always been this thing of light skin versus dark skin. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess maybe I should have thought differently. My dad is from like Mississippi, right? He grew mm-hmm. up in the he, he 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 grew up in the civil rights era, Mississippi, yep. the worst time and place probably to be in Mississippi, outside of slavery. Um, so um, yeah, I, I I think it's wild that people call for a darker skinned or a lighter skinned whoever uh, uh, to portray whatever character, unless there's something in the in the history. Of uh, you know, unless there's some in the history um, that specifically states, you know, where he is from, and also what he looks like. I think we talked sort of talked about this before. Uh, you know, unless there's something that specifically states the color of their skin or or something like that, then someone from that area who plays that character uh you know should be you know upheld and accepted um now it now he is part of uh let's see here he is part of mayan and aztec culture is that what that says right. That's um okay. you know so so the weird thing is mayan and aztec you know are different right um you know but they all but 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 it's all sort of it's all it's all sort of like from central central mexico i believe uh but they all sort of live out on the Yucatan peninsula and which from my from my you know one trip going down to cancun which was not the Yucatan it's just just barely like the state right over it's not too far though a lot of the same like you know people live in those areas um and going down to Tulum, which was like, uh, you know, old, um, what do you call it? Like old, uh, 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 old uh, you know, Mexican or, or whatever, like uh, uh, ruins and stuff like that. Seeing the people there, you know, they are like that medium, they're like the medium skin tone. So I think Namor was the right color. You know what i'm trying to say personally but i'm not mexican so at the end of the day what i say is doesn't matter
2: yeah Yeah.
0: i don't know colorism is silly though
2: it's silly and it happens amongst all all people of all cultures with people of color you know it's Mm -hmm. it because i remember looking at like telemundo or univision Mm-hmm. You know, all you really had was like the the lighter skinned uh, yeah.
1: uh,
2: Latin anchors, news anchors, and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, and I hear from time to time uh, coming across different things on <clears throat> online with with the, a lot darker skinned uh, people of the community. Like they're never really represented. So I thought this was a great great way. This film was a a good way to. Kind of usher in uh, or bring in a, a person of uh, you know that looks like him mm-hmm. to not be left out in the you know especially in these films in these Marvel films you know yeah. big films like this that makes crap tons of money you know there are actors and actresses out yeah. there that could uh, you know that could represent and even looking at you know something like this that I know people. Some people probably listening, but we're looking at actual live uh, website on the YouTube, and they're showing depictions of you know paintings and stuff of uh, Mayan Mm -hmm. people. They weren't like light skin, like when you look at. Oh, so mm, no, we're getting into like crazy territory here. I'm not even going to bring it up. I was just going to make comparisons to this versus like Egyptian hieroglyphics and stuff like that. But I'm not Mm -hmm. going to get getting too much into weeds. But yeah it's a it's pretty pretty interesting how people kind of you know put emphasis on you know the color of of a skin tone to Mm -hmm. be to say who's more talented and who's less talented so Mm
1: -hmm.
0: yeah that's 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 definitely i mean if he's from the culture and he's playing the character i think i think you know you can you can accept it however it is uh suspend your disbelief all this stuff the the only place where that comes into play where I believe it it is it should not be is like if they had an Asian person playing the Black Panther from Africa, you know, or if they had a black person playing Sheng Shang Shang I can't say. Oh it dang man, you, you, you
2: really about to you really about to Shang get Shang us, like Shang.
0: in the weeds, <laughs> about to get banned. But Shang but no, uh, like yeah, yes, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I was thinking Shang Tsung from, from Mortal Kombat or something. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like like to be honest, like wow. that's when it that's when it's like, you know what? No, that is not correct. Because that literally has the origin of being an African American, an African person from Africa and black and it's like in the comics and like everything else lines up with that. But you have an Asian dude playing him? what bro so yeah but but this that but that is different from colorism i believe uh so yeah, yeah so I, yeah. I i think they did good i, I think it's yeah. wild that they're doing that i think it is uncalled for um but you know it is everybody Man. somebody gonna find find a reason to be mad at some for some reason yeah. for no reason so. yeah for sure
2: and i guess if anybody out there wants to read more on this particular colorism uh within Latin communities associated with Black Panther, Vox.com has a good article, very long article detailing what's, what's going on. We're not going to get into it cause it's super long, but yeah, mm-hmm. check it out. So did you had the, a question, another question you wanted to ask me, uh, before we started something about Black Friday. Mm,
0: oh yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. So what, what uh, was your favorite, yeah, we'll get off of that. Y'all go see. Go, y'all go see Black Panther with kind see, uh, don't and, uh, go see Black Adam.
2: Or if you want to, <laughs> just saying. I and, saw that and, yesterday, and, and uh, hmm. yeah.
0: And apparently, don't waste your money on Black Adam. Um, but speaking of Black Panther, uh, yes. What? And I guess I should. I, sh- I guess I should. Uh, you know, transition to this much earlier yeah, after it's okay. voicemail. We're all over the place um for Black Friday right we we just had Black Friday a couple of days ago what was your favorite or most cherished or best thing whatever it is that you've ever purchased on a Black Friday do you remember do you remember the most
2: memorable was 1995 the uh, Oh, dang. Very specific. The Jordan 11, the OG Jordan 11s with the patent leather. Mm-hmm. And the gum bottoms came out. And Ooh. I can remember my my good friend and I, we both went to the mall. My mom took us to the mall. Mm-hmm. And we both purchased that pair of shoes. And dang. like one of the, that was the first pair I bought with my own money. So I think I was, yeah, I was working, yeah, I was working at Winn Dixie at the time. 15? Yeah, nice. I was 15. Working at Winn Dixie at the time. And that was the first pair I bought with my own money. So, second pair ever, first pair I bought with my own money. So, that was like a memorable, very memorable purchase. It was only for me, nobody else, just me.
0: What about you? Okay. Um,. Let's see here. I'm trying to think. Wow, there's been so many, so many things um, that I've purchased on Black Friday. Uh, some of which I used for a long time. Some of which I used for a very short amount of time. Um, actually, honestly, I think this TV, this, there's a TV right here next to me it's a 40 inch TV. Right. And it has, it has some memories attached to it. So we were visiting Utah from Texas, uh, on a black Friday, um, and, uh, on a Thanksgiving. And, you know, we we're here for black Friday. So I was like, I'm gonna go up to Walmart that night, you know, see what they got for black Friday. I want to check out this TV deal. Uh, mm-hmm. and you know, they had a TV for a crazy prices. Vizio crazy, good mm-hmm. priced. Um, and it was like 40, 42 inches. I can't remember how big it is. But, but uh, yeah, they were like, you know what? This, this is the deal, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, cool. So I remember going up to that Walmart mm-hmm. and I was like, well, how the heck am I going to get it home? And I know, I remember my mother in law was like, you know, we'll get it coordinated to get it shipped to you. I was like, dope. So uh, I remember going up to pick it up and getting in line for it. And while being in line, remember seeing some people fight over a call mm-hmm. of duty video game mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that also went on black friday sale, and this was like the nighttime like when walmart would open up at midnight you know uh mm-hmm. this was still then so it was wild i was just sitting there and they got like a out and out fight and the cops were called i was like man i'm just here for a tv man i ain't trying to get up in all this so and what were they they were you didn't see what they were fighting over? they were fighting over call of duty video oh, game. call of duty you yeah say call of- yeah old school call of duty oh. video game we're, it was like modern warfare 2 or something like it was a long time ago and i was like
2: i'm i'm assuming that was like the first day it came out
0: uh yeah i think so yeah yeah and it was also like this like it was like 15 like some stupid like 20 bucks you know when normally it was like 50 or 60 bucks so uh i was like why are y'all fighting over that but suffice to say i bought the tv brought it home and then yeah they're like yeah we'll, we'll get it shipped for you so they got it set up and shipped to me we got it back. We got it in Texas. The whole screen was like it was like a big like couple cracks across it, and it wouldn't come on. I was like, "Dang!" I just I just had them ship this thing to me. The whole the screen is busted, no picture, all this stuff. I was like, "What am I gonna do?" So I was like, "You know what? You know we just bought this a few days ago. It's still like within the return window or whatever. I'm gonna bring it back up to Walmart and say I opened it up and it got cracked. So." yeah so uh brought it to walmart told them hey this was cracked you know it was a black black friday dealer like well uh you know let's see if we have any of those tvs left you know because they normally only carried x amount right and uh they said that they had found Mm -hmm. one at one of their other locations uh and they like had it transferred over something like that uh and yeah i went in and got my got my brand new tv and they took the broken one and I was like, yes. So, and it still works. It still works. This has been, yes, it's been at least 12 years, at least, um, you know, and it still works, cool. still works just as, just as good as it did the first day we got it. Um, so yeah, man. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I I think that was it just cause it had all that stuff tied to it. Uh, I mean, there's been other good stuff. There was one thing that we bought one time that was uh that was a, you know, those, you probably remember we had them in our car. Um, there are the screens that you could put behind the, the headrests on the seats. Uh, and mm-hmm. you could watch a movie yeah. when going on a, on a long trip. I do remember going to a Walmart to buy those. And there was like several people standing around this, this um, pallet of these that was wrapped up for hours. And I remember an old mm-hmm. lady Literally, like, when they finally were were open so we could we could grab one, I remember an old lady elbowing me. Elbowing me, like, trying to box me out just to get these, like, you know, headrest screens. You know, DVD player. And I was like, dang, old lady. And, uh, yeah, that was good. We used that for a long time uh, on road trips. It was fun. Uh, you know, definitely kept the kids, That's funny. you know, um, uh, occupied, I guess. Entertained. Yeah, entertained, yeah.
2: Wow. So... What do y'all do now, like for long trips? Do you still have any entertainment? For I mean, anyone? they just they have like, like their, their little their, phone their devices. Phones. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh man, yeah. Now that you mention that, man, I'm like looking on Amazon. And I'm like, hmm, do they have like portable, portable TVs mm-hmm. now? And I'm looking at this portable monitor that could connect to your yeah. phone, and they could watch whatever they want to watch. So that's cool. Good to know. Cause mine is all trash. I remember you have to get a CD player, a DVD player, and then all this other cords and stuff got attached, and you just got cords everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah, that's that's cool. Did you do? Did you and the family do any Black Friday online or outside? This time, this year? no, no,
0: yeah. I no nothing. I didn't. Um, that because that Black Friday. That was the day where I went to. um That was the day when I went down to pick up that, that vanilla ice, that, that, not the vanilla, but the bluebell that I talked about. But actually my mother-in-law got a new phone. She, she switched up to T-Mobile. She wanted me to go up there to the store to help her like through the process because she's one of those people who like, she gets something, she learns how to use it and she doesn't like to change, you know, uh, at all. So she was very like. Very trepidatious about changing for a long time because she liked the iPhone with the little button on it. And I was like, at some point in time, they're going to stop doing updates for your phone. And your phone's just going to be beyond obsolete. Like, it'll be glitchy. So after a long time of telling her, and I think, I think she's, she's about to move. And at her new house that she's going to, she could tell that her old AT&T service, she would never get bars. She'd never get any service there. So she's like, you know, I need better service. And since that's nearby where we live, you know, we have service when we go there. So she's like, I think I just need to switch up to T-Mobile. So, yeah, she did. And she got a good, she had a yeah. really good deal on a new iPhone. Um, but other than that, that's cool. we didn't do any any Black Friday. I I, I want to go on Amazon and, and see what they got. But,
2: yeah. Man, I know uh, you talking about cell phones. My dad still mm-hmm. has a flip phone. Yeah. You know, yeah. he still got the flip phone. I gave him a My Old Galaxy S something or another, mm-hmm. and I think he tried, and he was like, no, I don't like this. They went, but went to a flip, to the phone.
0: flip phone? They have those new flip all screen, yeah, the, went back the, to the, the new flip phones that are all screen.
2: Yeah, they got the flip touch mm-hmm. screen. Uh You know, my wife wants to get one of those, but I'm like,
1: mm,
2: I mean, it's up to you. I don't know how they work. I don't mm-hmm. know... If the screen would wear down, the more you open, close, open, close. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know how that works. Uh, But, you know, if she wants it, go ahead and get it. Yeah. But, you know, uh, Black Friday, I didn't do any shopping Black Friday before, like the week before. A lot of stores are already doing their pre-Black Friday sales. Mm -hmm. So, Black Friday is through, seems like it's like throughout the whole month of November. Seems like it's just... You know, for people to buy junk. Yeah. But I bought a 50-inch TV. Okay. Yeah, so I bought a 50-inch uh, LG, okay. you know, for our living room. That's run. cool. Uh, that's Yeah, I mean, it's hell. It was cheap, like $200-something. Yeah. dollars, So, may as well get yeah, it. Yeah, that's good, man. Uh, but it's like 4K TV, and, uh, you know, we got it above the fireplace, mm-hmm. and I had to buy a mount that could, like, come down, and go and rotate up so it you could lower it down to be at a good eye level or you could put it above the the fireplace you know where it yeah. is so we had a fun time trying Man. to mount that in mounting brick, sucks but, you know it's cool <laughs> i hate mounting it it did because we we ran out of uh the little uh anchors for mm, bricks oh yeah so i had to like order some from amazon and wait like two or three days for them to come in so yeah but you know we got it done I could do it again if I need to I've I've
0: I've mounted I've mounted two TVs but one of them I mounted two different times maybe because the location of the first the first location I mounted it in was like too low and it looked weird Mm -hmm. where it was so I had to remount it I hated it man I I really don't enjoy it and like you know oh, man. the the stress of buying the mount which oh, is freaking it you know like you're like all right i want to buy this mount that's strong enough for my tv but i don't want to spend an arm and a leg to get it you know what i'm trying to say but then again i don't want to have to rebuy yeah. a tv you know and then getting it finally it, yeah. it's just too much i hated that yeah well this is
2: the fifth tv i mounted mm-hmm. Oh, okay. this is the first time i had to mount something in brick oh yeah you know whoa, had to be hard. easy easy peasy but brick was brick is a different uh, di- brick is a different type of beast, yeah. man, because you really gotta be on your P's and Q's and your measurements. Yeah, you gotta and be right on, on them. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Other than that, man, we didn't really do much or buy much of anything. I wasn't trying to spin an arm and a leg because we got you know, Christmas around the corner. Birthday is mm-hmm. around the corner for my niece and my my son. Yeah. You know, they have back to back birthdays and then a couple weeks later is Christmas so yeah trying to get them something that they could use something that they want
0: yeah yeah we have uh, yeah yeah we have uh, some kids birthdays coming up here in the next couple weeks too Um, and then it's not our kids though it's like our nephew yeah 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 so gotta yeah sort that out Um, and the good thing is the kid just loves Hot Wheels so like anything Hot Wheels will get him hot wheels. Easy. I'm like, very bruh, easy. That's that's easy and that's not expensive. I get you like a ton of hot food hot wheels for twenty bucks. Um but um <laughs> a ton of hot, hot food. Hot food, yeah, hot food. <laughs> hot wheels, hot, hot food, hot wheels. Uh but yeah, yeah, I, I get where you come from. So I have this other question. This is going way off topic, totally different. And you're not in this you're, yeah, you're not in do. this situation yet, but you will be one day.
2: Uh oh. Yeah.
0: So do you remember the first time you shaved? I shaved, yes.
2: Do you remember about what grade you were in? I remember the first time I shaved my face and my Mm -hmm. head. Uh, Shaved my face, I think. Oh man, I wasn't even in a grade. I didn't start growing whiskers until I moved up. Oh really? So So, you never
0: really shaved before that?
2: Yes, I I never shaved. I think I tried to. No, I I I try to, but. It's like little kid ch- trying to shave. I didn't take the little guard off of the, the okay. razor, and I just put I just put shaving cream over my face just to pretend yeah. like yeah. I'm shaving. You know, but I didn't I didn't like start growing like scuffle on the face until I until I got my job when I moved up. So roughly, I was that's 24, crazy. Maybe when I started that shaving. baby baby baby
0: yeah. face then that's wild. I had
2: baby baby into that. Um, and it was like two little, two little strands growing right at the corner of my chin. I do remember that. And it was just so funky looking, man. It was so funky looking. Uh, but now I just have a face full yeah, of hair.
0: I, I do remember so, that, the two strands. Um, yeah, man. So my son, he's getting like he's getting like, you know, oh boy. Some peach fuzz is getting darker and darker on his upper lip. And like he has a little tiny bit like under his mm-hmm. chin, but like not nothing to write home about. But he's like, I need to shave, Dad. I need to shave. I need to shave. Mm -hmm. We we're constantly telling him: once you start, you cannot stop. Once you start, it will Mm -hmm. always grow, and you will have to do this. But there's kids at his school with mustaches. There's kids at his school with like little goatees and beards. Like, you know, he's in ninth grade, so like there's you know there's kids like that. Yeah. First time I shaved, I, I held off. I didn't do it for a long time. I kept getting like. This like, you know, I kept getting like heavy peach fuzz or whatever you want to call it all the way through 10th grade. And in my school growing up, they didn't let you like in my high school. They didn't let you just walk around with facial hair. They made you shave uh, if Mm -hmm. it was if it was too thick. So like I remember the first time I shaved, they pulled me and several other guys into, uh, you know, like into the office and then into the restroom. And one of the coaches like told us, hey, Mm -hmm. here's some razors go shave and like there was and i think there was like some shaving cream it was like barbasol you know one of those like one of those like really like basic shaving creams and there was no aftershave Mm -hmm. they didn't even tell us how to shave they're like they're like here you use this to shave off the hair you know and so all four of us all five of us were just sitting there yeah all all of us were just like doing like we didn't know what we were doing and then a couple days later obviously i got like you know razor bumps that's the one thing I just want to try to keep him from having razor bumps. So I'm trying to figure out: should I, mm. first of all, should I do the thing like you just said, where you can't which I'm probably going to do, keep the guard on and just sort of like mimic doing it, so you just learn the motions, right? Yeah. And then, and then yeah. the next thing is, the next thing is, should we do? Should I do one of those like Norelco razors for him, shavers for him, the electric where he just does this? Because those are like more upkeep. You know, and it's not like a deep shade. Yeah. Or should I just go ahead and say, "Hey, let's go straight up razor." Well,
2: if you go straight up razor, just make sure you go with the grain mm. and not against
0: the grain. Yeah, that was but my problem to start.
2: You got to think maybe maybe his hair texture may not come out curly like ours, mm-hmm. you know, cuz I could tell both of my sons, their hair texture is not like yeah, mine. It'll be Hours, like theirs. Yeah, It'll curl under the skin if you go against the grain. Yeah. You go with the grain, you'll probably be fine. Against the grain, you're in for a world of yeah. trouble. Yeah, um, that's,
0: I, I learned that way too late so, after I had too many razor bumps, unfortunately. Um, So,
2: I mean, what you could do, you know, get that electric shaver like you were saying and just, you know, kind of test it out on little areas just to see how it, how it yeah. works. But,
0: yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing, man. I I, I really truly want to. Um, I, I want to teach him, but I don't want to teach him the wrong way. You know what I'm trying to say? Um, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I don't want to teach. I, I do want to teach him to make sure that he's not, you know, going to do it the wrong way as much. You know, so I don't know, man. It's just uh,
2: get one of those little t liners, you know, from one of them beauty supply stores and just kind of let it grow and then kind of shape it up to where, you know, it looks nice and not all scraggly. What's the T-liner? What's that? um, Yeah, T-liner, is what they, you know, a lot of barbers use uh, just to edge up your hair. Mm -hmm. So they cut really close to the skin and it shapes it up and, you know, it's real nice. I don't, it doesn't go completely, you know, razor deep Mm -hmm. to... You know, get every little bitty hair, okay. but it, it'll shape it up. Okay. You know, I'd say just let him grow his grow his hair out, um, just to see where it ends up. Yeah. You know, is it pretty itchy for him now? Is he like scratching his face, or he just notices it? He
0: doesn't scratch down here. You could just notice it on his over his lip. It's just it's just darker over his lip. Like okay. anything else is is not so bad. So yeah, I don't know, man. I, I'll I, I'll sort it out. I, I think what I might do is. I don't know I, I, I don't know I'm, I might need to go to YouTube University to, to see which one is better but um, oh, but yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna sort it of out cause my dad didn't teach me how to shave he he did that thing where like you put like shaving cream on your face and you use like the back of a butter knife and you act like you're shaving you know cause that's how I used to watch him shave or whatever mm-hmm. with like you know a, a razor or, yeah. or whatever but um, yeah. yeah. nah my, my first delve you know I was first pushed into shaving you know, uh, uh, purposely. Uh, you know, they made me shave, so I didn't get a lesson. I, I got like a two-minute like, you put this on your face, you know, you go this direction, you uh, you know, you wash it off with of water, and you go and about your business. You know, there was there was nothing, there was no like technique in it. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Wow,
2: well, I remember the first time I shaved my head. Yeah, never again.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
2: never. Yeah, you talk about razor bumps. Yeah, I could not sleep for like a few days.
0: Yeah, it's all about like I I started using this stuff called Bump Patrol, which I'm sure you heard of. Um, you I know, heard of it, yeah. I started using that and it helped lessen the razor bumps. But yeah, I got them too. First time I did my head, and and it was it was in high school, and like all the football players were like cutting their hair off, like it was like a thing, like it was the the trend, and uh, and they had a couple guys. Mm-hmm. That a couple guys in you know on the team who could cut hair. So what I did though, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna just do it at the house. So I just like shaved my head at home. I got to school the next day. My friend was like, Jared, (laughs) what did you do? (laughs) You know they like they could see all the patches. Like man, you we we need to come we need to come into the uh, you know come on into the locker room. So so yeah, they grabbed one of one of my other friends and he came in and and fixed my hair. you know, but all, that's the same note. I didn't have any aftershave or any anything like that to prevent the, the, the bumps. And, you know, that was when, like, people would, like, lick yeah. the back lick the hand and smack the back of your head, you know, and all that stuff. I'd, like, be rubbing the back of my head, and I got the razor bumps. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to sort it out. I just wanted to see if you had any perspective. And then I'll let you know how it goes for whenever you have the same situation pop up
2: hey man i'm i'm going to let him tr- explore on his mm-hmm. own cuz he already has like a noticeable mustache he's 12 and he has a noticeable mm-hmm. mustache and i'm like come on yeah. bro yeah yeah growing up a little too fast now yeah you yeah know? um and then i see kids at the school when i'm picking them up mm-hmm. I'm like who the hell is this grown ass <laughs> man? You know walking with I'm these. I'm telling you, man, that's what it looked like, and it's actually like a, a 12th grader. It's a 12th grader, full on beard, mustache. Uh, I'm like, damn,
0: that's that's what it looks like, man. It's so bad, uh, you know, it's so bad. Um, but it it is what it is. It's one of those things where you know the, these kids are gonna grow up. You know, I'm trying to say they're. They're gonna grow and and everything yeah. and and there's honestly nothing we could do about it, um, you know. So we're gonna to have to teach them. So this is the thing: we're gonna to have to teach them before yeah. somebody else teaches them the wrong way to do it. So, and we can learn from our mistakes. Yeah. You know, that's what it's all about. So,
2: yeah. Yep. And they're gonna be growing up mm-hmm. and <laughs> uh, exploring many other different things yeah. that. We may not be ready for her right at this moment in time. Yeah, it's true. You know, yeah, that's true. I always joke with my my wife, and I'll be like, you know, get get ready to clean them sheets. <laughs> it's coming.
0: Don't even literally. Don't even talk about that. Don't even talk about that. <laughs> talk about that. <laughs> wow. On that uh, note, uh, we I think there. we need to get up out of we here. We were there. <laughs> uh, yes, we were there. All right, people. Twitter. I've H3, been there already with my Blackout. my child. I already know what's happening whoa
2: okay don't want to know yeah uh twitter instagram hashtag blackoutpod uh join us sunday mornings to talk about all kinds of shenanigans or if you don't just check us out on your favorite streaming platform uh email us topics to discuss if you have some hashtag blackoutpod at Mm. gmail.com or you could give us a little call 385-3-B-L-A-K-P-C or 385-325-2572 Hit up the hooks, rug. Get yourself some holiday hooks. Yes, indeed. Ooh, holiday, holiday hooks. Holiday hooks. Uh, yeah. Get yourself some holiday hooks. And be ready to season up your, your gifts, season up your life, season up your, your family meal. Uh, get some great taste and flavor. A big selection of of, of things to quench your, your thirst and your hunger. Uh, yeah, thank you for taste, good. Yes, indeed. So there we have it. Two thirty six. Two thirty six. Uh, Two thirty five is out today. Two thirty six. We're learning. Uh, just uploaded it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. A late to it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. there right. we go. Another one down the down the drain. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right. And on that
0: and on note, that note <laughs> so let's kick rocks.